Welcome to The Grand Life. I'm Emily Morgan. And I'm Mike Morgan. And I just want to say happy anniversary. Now, I'm not talking about our podcast anniversary. I'm talking about Mike's and my anniversary, which happens to be landing right about now. As we record this, it's tomorrow. So happy 40th anniversary. Same to you, hon. <laughs> I can't believe it. No, I can't either. But I think it's really important that we start off this season of podcasting, which we had told you, listeners, that we might not be coming back. But we also mentioned that we might be coming back with something new. We were really quite certain about it. I mean, we used the word final, you know, last time. I know. Time. It said the end. Yeah. Like the final goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> but... You know, I got a lot of response from people, and I think that what we discovered was that people really enjoy hearing us talk together. And so what we've decided to do for the next however long this will take or be. We'll call it a season. A may, season. And it may be. Yeah. Um, we're just going to sit and we're going to talk like we talk when we're in the car on long trips about grandparenting. And about our experience in our marriage and our experience as grandparents in a marriage. And kind of just kind of chat to everybody and kind of think through some things that we often do when we're on our trips. Processing. We're, yeah, we're, we're processing. We're constantly processing. It's not that we don't have things to talk about. It's that we're trying to figure out what it is that people really want to talk about or what they want to hear. And I don't think most people really all want to be educated all the time. Like sometimes I think it's fun to just listen to a podcast to get to know the people who are doing the podcast and kind of just relate to what they're going through. So first of all, I don't know how many of you can relate to 40 years of marriage. I'm sure there are many of you who have more than that and probably some who have fewer than that. And this is just a way to mark an occasion for us. And we are excited about the future. And we're also, you know, a little you know, I don't know what you want to say, nervous about the future, because you you can probably tell in my voice. I feel like my voice has changed. Part of that has been that I've been going through a really um, ill time during the time that we've taken off, and I've had tests done, and I've had an endoscopy, and I've had all sorts of stuff. So my my voice sounds different to you. I'm hoping it will come back, as well as my health. But um. This is what sickness and health is all about, right? After 40 years. Yeah, we've experienced a little more of the sickness just lately. Uh, still not as much as some, but more than we're used to. Yeah. I have debated whether or not to think about our 40th anniversary as a real big deal or to intentionally kind of downplay it, which is where I think I've landed. Because it's so easy to hype, to pump hype into an event where there's a big round number and I know that 40th anniversaries for some people end up being, you know, great celebrations. Um, but your experiences of the last couple of months and the fact that as we look back on 40 years, it's been it's been a challenge that we've kind of come to an interesting place. To, I feel like we've come to an interesting place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's interesting. We've learned something about ourselves. Um, when I was, when we were up in uh, York Beach, Maine, we went up there with 
the whole family. So there were 20 of us up there, the kids and their spouses and the grandchildren. And we went up there and uh, I bought a coaster to put in your car cup holder that says, hang on, let me overthink this or (laughs) give me a minute to overthink this, something like that. (laughs) And I put it in there and I thought, man, you know, I always thought you were the one that overthought things, but I'm starting to realize that we both are like that. We're so well matched. I mean, really, we are. (laughs) It's terrible because we think about things way too much. And, And, you know, this whole stopping the podcast and starting the podcast, it's kind of like we overthink everything. And I'm like, you know, let's just don't overthink it. If we have some guests that we want to have on, we'll have them on. I've, I've already heard from some people who would like to be on. So if they ask to be on and seems like it's a good fit for the podcast, we'll definitely have people on that we'll interview. Um, but but otherwise, we might just chat and we might just invite you to hear what's going on in our lives. So as I'm thinking about this, um, I just want to talk about a little bit about our vacation because we went on a family vacation, which we do every two years with all of our kids and all of their children. Totaling how many? 20, which I had mentioned. Um, and I, I'm kind of wanting to talk to our listeners about that because we, we did some debriefing when it was over, like what worked and what didn't work. And, you know, we have done several of these now. I don't know what, six or eight of these with family and as, as our family has grown. And so... Not to overthink it, but because <laughs> I know we both do that, um, we kind of debriefed on the way home, which was like an 18-hour drive. So it was a long way, two-day drive to get back to where we live. Um, and I think we concluded some things. But one of the things I want to encourage you, you to think about as you're listening to this is if you take family vacations, it is important to sit down or to talk with each of your adult children about how they think it went. Because if you just leave and everybody kind of um, scatters and forgets what it was that bugged them about the vacation or that they thought was a highlight of the vacation, if you don't do that, you will repeat the mistakes you made two years prior or one year, depending on how you do it. Well, particularly if you never knew what they were. So what was the surprise for you when you heard the debrief comments from the adult children, when you asked them outright, so how'd it go for you? Well, I got the impression, well, this is so interesting because when you have grandchildren of different ages, vacations change. Like when we first did vacations, we didn't have any grandchildren, and so it was just like a bunch of adults. It was really fun. And then we moved to the next stage, and there were a few little grandchildren, very young grandchildren. And you know how that is as grandparents. They require naps in the morning and naps in the afternoon. And they and, need to be on a schedule, and, and that schedule a... needs to be consistent or maintained to some degree from what they're used to. Exactly. And you have to bend the vacation around that. Exactly. So it's really a lot of gathering time where you're waiting for the baby to wake up or you're, you know, you, you have time to plan, you have time to make the meal because, you know, you've got a lot of together time and you're in a, in a group doing that. Now, we are at the stage now where we have little, little ones who like eight months old all the way to 11 years old. And when you start to get into that stage, it completely changes. Like the needs of each of the families change. And so the the adults then need to break off into sections 
right. that tailor to the needs of the various ages because one size does not fit all in this case. Yeah, and it doesn't feel the same. And so the feedback that we got was the ones that had the littlest one, Mike and I were way more attentive to because we recognize that they're, as adults, they were sitting around doing, you know, waiting for the baby to wake up. And so they were there by themselves. So we offered either to watch the baby while it, while the baby was sleeping, or we would take care of the baby, or we would be with the adults. So that's the point right there. If you think back to when all of the children were smaller in number and, and less in age, you could have all the adults wrap all of their activities around that that little demographic need, right. those mm-hmm. younger babies. Now, the adults that are doing that, they're stranded. They're stuck with taking care of the youngest ones who have the most extensive sleep schedule. All by themselves. And that's why we spent time with them. Right. But then what did we find out? Well, we found out that the older adult children were a little bit like, where were you? They they were looking for us. They were wondering where we were. We were kind of splintered off. And I think part of that might have been the choice we made to stay in a place that wasn't a home. So we didn't do a VRBO. We didn't do something like that. It was it was kind of like a hotel except they're condos, but it felt for all the world like a hotel. And the terms under which we rented space was very much like a hotel, just a, a several nights together, but four different rooms or suites in this hotel type thing. Yeah. Well, there were some gathering spaces and there were some, you know, there were kitchens that we shared but I guess what happened was that there wasn't a big gathering space where we knew all the kids were sleeping in the same house, the kind of thing that we used to do, so that the adults were all together at the end of the day. So as we debriefed on that, we recognized mm, this. the kids all said, we don't want to do this anymore. We want to do it. We want to rent a house. We want to be somewhere where we're all together. Um, so that was a that was a good thing to know. You know, it's funny because we did that. Four years ago, we did the same place four years ago, and it worked out fine because it was different. We, There weren't any little tiny ones. There were just bigger, older kids, and the little ones hadn't been born yet, and so we had a lot of togetherness. But it just, you know, as the family has grown. So anyway, all that to say, that's a thing that as grandparents you have to think about if you're going to arrange these every other year vacations. How it, many subsets of adults is it going to take? to appropriately wrap schedules around the various needs of the groups of little children. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because uh, the last time we had a vacation where we rented a place, we were in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We rented a big cabin, and it was great. Um, There were some things that didn't work about it, but most of it did. And we had pictures that were published in the New York Times talking about family vacation and what we had learned. And it's funny because now we've learned different lessons. Different lessons. Yeah, because we're older. And, you know, that's what happens. As you, be, as you become grandparents, you learn one thing works and then another thing doesn't work after things, you know. And I'm imagining that in two years, our vacation again will look very different. Let me go meta for just a minute. Okay. You could, if you had wanted to, find some kind of expert to come on the line and talk with us in the way we have done probably half of all the episodes of The Grand Life that are based around the uh, opinions or the writings of someone who's a recognized expert. You Mm -hmm. could have maybe done that. 
but that's not what we're doing now. <laughs> we have made this <laughs> conscious decision that our podcasts are going to be more about how we are processing the challenges we are undertaking. Now, when we stumble into a topic that is also represented in an episode in the back catalog, I'm sure we'll mention it and we'll put it in the show notes and things like that. Yeah. But um, one of the ways we're going to try to simplify our process now is we're not chasing after guests, which was, for you, a very time-consuming thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was also overthinking in the sense of what do we want this podcast to be and how many people do we want to reach? And honestly, if we reach only 10 people, I don't really care. You know, I know that we reach more than that. But I'm not out for like putting everything on Facebook and doing Instagram and, and doing all the social media that's required to have yet a huge podcast. If you guys want to listen, listen. If you don't want to listen, I mean, we seriously went through all sorts of scenarios, um, Zoom groups. Uh, Premium subscription audio content, like Patreon, Patreon and things like that. Patreon, that was the that. word I was thinking of. So yeah we, looked, yeah, we looked at all those things. We tried to figure out, is there a way that we can monetize? Is there a way that we can build our audience? Is there a way that we can sustain a weekly drop of new content. And it, it was exhausting. It, it was kind of overwhelming. So all that is to say, what you're hearing in this episode is kind of the way the next batch of them is going to go. Yeah. And you're welcome to tune in. And if you're not interested, just tune out. And you, there are other grandparent resources. I've, I've provided those on Facebook and told you about them in different episodes. So they're there. But hey, you know, Mike and I are uh, 40 years flawed. We have, we've been married now for 40 years. We have lots of flaws. Um, we're not perfect, but but we have some things to tell you about grandparenting. And if you want to listen, tune in, and, and we're happy to have you listen. And you know that phone number is still there, 317-572-7876. You can leave us a, a voicemail there. Yeah. Also, yeah. also email. Grandlifeconnection at gmail.com. So if you want to get in touch with us, you want to talk to us, you want to let us know what your things were that went right and wrong on vacation, we can share those as we chat. Um, we're happy to do that. We're happy to um, include you in the conversations. That's really what it's going to all be about. But here we go. I mean, we'll see how it works. <laughs> as we step off into our 40th year of marriage, we sell... This that's right, right? I mean, our 40th anniversary ends the 39th year. Yeah, we had this because our because our first Let's anniversary. Let's overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, okay, so it's warranted. <laughs> uh, allow me for just a minute. Okay. If our first anniversary was the beginning of our second year, mm -hmm. then our 40th anniversary is the beginning of our 41st 41st year. year. So as we step off into our 41st year, please join us. I'm Mike Morgan. And I'm Emily Morgan, and thanks for joining us in Living the Grand Life. Next time on The Grand Life. So I'm thinking through how is this next chapter of our lives is going to work in terms of prioritizing my mom or prioritizing our grandchildren and missing out one way or the other. Yeah, we can't exactly do both from the same location. So what's the next location for us? Yeah, it's it's just been wrenching. And I'm not really sure what the right answer is, but we'll figure it out. That's next time on The Grand Life.